everyone and welcome to our next CC Winch Students and Young Adults podcast. Woo! A very hey. big a very big welcome to you, um, whatever platform you are listening to our podcast on. Um, we're buzzing that you're listening, aren't we? So buzzing. You have to speak, it's a podcast. <laughs> so buzzing, can't just nod. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I am Louise, I'm the student and young adult minister here. If I haven't met you already, I would love to meet you. Um, and I'm joined with two other people. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name's Matt. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm the student outreach person thingy yeah. here. Uh, yeah, like it's great to meet you all. And if we've not met, let's let's fix that. Let's fix let's that. Fix That's that. a great like line. Um, and we also have someone else very special here, but who's someone who hasn't been around in a little while. Yeah. So my name is Michael. I used to be the MES intern here. Um, so I was the old Monica, um, <laughs> and the old Jack. Monica as well. is new and improved. Yeah, she can do a lot. Michael two point oh, a bit more than me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now I'm the children's and youth minister for a church in Eastleigh. And he's my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I actually am. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) It sounds like she made that up. He's my boyfriend. Sounds Um, like I'm making it up. That's true, guys. Um, Yeah, Michael's back. Well, for today. For today, it's been a while. Um, So yeah, how how's life? Life? How's life away from CCW? Um, it's been good actually. I mean, it's quite sad to go, but I've had a good time. I've settled in at this new church really well. Um, met some new people, new friends. Yeah. Don't need you guys anymore. Oh, shut uh, up. Yes, he does. <laughs> that's why he's here today. Yeah. That's why, yeah. <laughs> um, what's one thing that God has done in your life since you finished working here? Whoa. Well, I've just seen God move a lot in the ministry that I'm in. And so I'm, I do a lot with youth um, so, well, it's zero to 18s, but a lot with youth. Um, and we meet on the green outside, so we meet in person, which has been really cool. And I've really enjoyed that. Um, and I've seen one girl come from, so she goes to a different church, but she saw us worshipping outside and she kind of came out and joined us and she's in year 11. Aww. And that was really cool. And so I can see an impact being made in the yeah. people there. So. Aw, thanks. That. That's nice. awesome. Um, and Matt, how's your week been? What's God been doing in your life in the last week or so? It's been good. I've been working on some ideas of how on earth we're going to do some like outreach in a pandemic. So that's been fun. <laughs> a great job We've to enjoyed have that. when you <laughs> um, can't see anyone. <laughs> um, yeah, so God has been really kind with that. And then, well, the first um, like part of my week, I was trying to write a talk yeah you are um, for this little thing that we do on a Tuesday night I'm not sure if you guys have heard it's called life <laughs> that's a great segue <laughs> <laughs> um a great segue um speaking of life yeah that's what this podcast is for so that we can think a little bit deeper about what we heard at life um or actually if you're still shielding or something um you can catch up with what we did mm. um now some of you have missed this segment so Michael take it away yeah, um, so hey guys, I wasn't here last week <laughs> for life, um, so can you tell me what happened? Because I, I didn't hear the talk, Matt. <laughs> I wasn't here. Well, yeah, I'd love to tell you. Um, so the talk was on Matthew 5, um, the bit about salt and light. And um, yeah, so like, it's basically just like Jesus laying out how we can sort of like evangelise in the Jesus-y way. Mm. Um and yeah, which is a little bit different to a, to the way that like people normally think about doing it. It's a lot, I guess, kind of like 
simpler and like stripped back than people think. Mm. Um, we talked about not being in a bubble. We talked about uh, three key points um, to just like keep in mind when it comes to um, yeah sharing the love of Jesus with your friends and family. Yeah, let's have a chat about those. I remember the first one. Nice. Be distinctive. Be distinctive. Um, so I guess that's about actually you said um, if we're ending up the same way as our friends. It doesn't really matter what route like we took to get there. It doesn't. It's irrelevant really if we're actually just living the same life as them. So we do need to be distinctive, which I think is a massive challenge. Because mm-hmm. um, we do, we get sucked into what is going on around us, mm-hmm. um, and we always say we should have these non-Christian friends and we shouldn't be in a Christian bubble. But at the same time, be, oh uh, yeah, like be distinctive and be a Christian in your non-Christian mm-hmm. bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because if you're ending up in the same place, then I guess like, like in the really like blunt way, why should they care? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then why should they feel like there should be like a change there mm. if you're just going to get the same results anyway? Yeah. yeah. I actually, so I'm reading this book about youth work and stuff because I kind of need to know he's a youth for my worker. job. He's a star. Um, <laughs> and it's talking about how difficult it is to show your faith and have faith yeah. in places where it's not safe to show your yeah. faith. So in school, massively, massively impacts them. Um, yeah. but the description they used was like someone putting on but faith is like putting on uh, some clothes that is someone else's it's someone else's mm-hmm. thing that's been in the past and you're wearing it for yourself and it's so easy to just take that off and go to school and not care about yeah. it mm-hmm. but if you're being distinctive it's wearing that in the places where you need to be <laughs> in yeah. places where it's really hard to wear your faith and show it off not showing off like gloating but showing <laughs> off like look yeah. this is who I am um, yeah. I, I'm distinctive I'm mm-hmm. different I wonder if for this podcast, as we are kind of going deeper into these different points, I wonder if it's worth us thinking, how can we be distinctive? Like, what actually mm. can we do practically, like, in real life, mm. um, to be different? Because I think it's quite an easy thing to say, but in what circumstances could we find ourselves in? And then how can we act distinctively? I don't know if you've, like, had an experience where you have, like, either maybe failed miserably and not acted distinctively as we all have done or actually has there been a time when you have been different to the people around you mm. go interesting <laughs> sorry I thought all this she was looking at you um, go to everyone okay, uh, <laughs> in, okay so classic uni experience for me is for my struggle was like <clears throat> I love basketball and I was part of the basketball society but I also went to see you and I got kind of like taken the mick out of being like oh the Christian the Christian boy like whatever the Jesus <laughs> lover whatever um, and I was quite good, sometimes not so good, but quite good at not taking on the peer pressure of like, okay, all of you freshers, you've got to do your shots, have, have your yeah. shot of whatever it was. I think it was vodka. And I was just like, actually, no, I don't, I'm not going to do that. I didn't, I still drank alcohol. It's not like I didn't drink, so I could have done better really. But, um, yeah, and that was different and people, and so I still got taken the mick out for yeah. doing that, but I was, I tried. A yeah, bit. exactly. I think, um, like, God sees it. He's not kind of like some distant person who um, we, like, go back and report what we've done. Like, he sees you and he sees you trying. He sees you making the decision to be distinctive. Um, and it's hard sometimes, but, yeah, cool. You did it. That's nice. I tried. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Have you got any But either, like, good or bad, because I think yes, it's good to yeah, just, like, yeah, be real, sure. like, whether we have or not. Definitely, yeah. I think most of my like examples that I can think from like the sixth form and the uni time were, were were sort of examples of when I just like did not live like distinctively. Like I, I think there were so many parties and stuff where I just 
didn't separate myself um, from the crowd. I think, yeah, it's sort of like, you know, like I love going into a party or to the pub and then sort of they're naturally being sort of like a segue onto like, so Matt, why do you love Jesus? Like, <laughs> what, what's the deal with that? And I found that like, actually I was having less and less of those chats the more I sort of blended in. Mm. Yeah, that's um, so interesting. And then actually like, and it's not even as much of like the like drinking alcohol side, it's more just like how you're like holding yourself, mm. how you're being in the conversation, um, the words that you're speaking over yourself yeah. and the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, like even that, like it can seem like such a little s- simple thing, but actually like it's really like distinctive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there was an example I said in my talk of sort of um, like, you know, my friends would say something like horrible about themselves mm. and I'd just be the one that's like, well, no, like, that's not true. So yeah. I don't think that. Like that's not what I see in you. Mm. Um, and like they, and they, they'll sort of be a little bit struck for like a second, yeah. and then be like, "Oh yeah, no, like he's a Christian." Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Um, and even just something as small as that, I think, is living like distinctively. Yeah, and I think that's so important. The little things that just make them go like, "Oh, <laughs> this person thinks differently than I do," and mm-hmm. than the rest of the people that I see. Um, I think yeah, I totally. Um, relate to the things you guys have said um, just to, like another angle I think um, you briefly mentioned like how people speak about others mm. um, sometimes I've done this really well and sometimes I've done it awfully um, but it really helps to be distinctive in the way that you're speaking about others if your friends are on like a massive gossip sesh or mm. like a bitching yeah. sesh um, I don't know if Jack can put that word in I'm sure he can Beep. Um, <laughs> um like just to be the one not in an annoying way where you're like shaming them all for being nasty yeah but just the for you to be the one that speaks about that person differently and kindly and mm. with grace i think is massive mm. um and there's like a billion times where i haven't done that and mm. i've been just i've been the same as them and then they don't know anything they don't know that i would prefer like that my god says differently to that like they wouldn't have a clue um so yeah be distinctive be distinctive great yeah nice. um what else did you talk about uh so the second point was to be gentle oh yeah really um i think it's something that like a lot of people forget to mm. be gentle um you know we don't have like a quota to reach like every year yeah, of like yeah. how many people we've like converted and talked about <laughs> jesus like that's not the game like at, like at all that'd and be I've, so hard yeah and like <laughs> i've I mentioned my dad and him like mm. having like quite a bad experience with like evangelism um, mm. because for him it was sort of like a dirty word um, because like he just experienced it in such a harsh way and such like a damaging way um, from like people that should should really have known like better like vicars mm. um, but then actually like being gentle yeah. is the Jesus way mm. and, like of doing it like if you look at um, the woman at the well yeah. and the Samaritan woman like they sat down and they talked about water because they were both thirsty yeah. and like that was it like it was just a conversation yeah. Yeah. he could have come in because he obviously he knows everything about everyone yeah and he could have come in and shamed her and said well i know yeah. you've had five married five uh, husbands he also um, did say that yeah but he could have come in and said you yeah, need to repent you got there quite organically yeah, yeah exactly so <laughs> that's that's a perfect example of how we're meant to be doing it yeah saying yeah. look this is where there's a better option here yeah I know that you've made mistakes, but actually there's a better option rather than you're terrible, like, yeah. to turn to God. I think that's so important. I'm actually speaking about that passage on Sunday. Amazing. Um, and basically what I'm saying is that to 
um, invite people in we have to like know and love them and that's just what you're saying that's being mm. gentle that's not like you said Michael coming in and yeah I said Jesus confronts her about her sin but he doesn't he doesn't shame her it's not mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um, and it is a relationship it's a conversation um, and I just wonder if that's the better way yeah um, than we see a lot of other people do it sometimes mm-hmm. yeah um, like he didn't like and walk over and be like yeah. so have you uh heard of me yeah i'm exactly, uh, yeah. i'm kind of a big deal <laughs> like that's not i'm a like, knock yeah <laughs> like it was sort of like he knew that she hadn't yeah uh, but like that was okay yeah and i wonder if sometimes we think that being gentle is a bit of like a cop-out way of doing evangelism mm. i wonder if we speak that over ourselves sometimes that because maybe you think all i'm doing is just loving my flatmates all i'm doing is um saying they're not stupid when they say they are or something um but be a re- be reassured that that is god's work mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. be reassured that that's you being gentle yeah. um yeah i wonder if people think that sometimes that because they're not the ones and of course people do go out and preach to you know billions of people yeah. and that happens and there's but space there's for a space that. for that yeah but if that's not you yeah i think we can cool. get sometimes bogged down when we read stories of people being converted mm. in the bible yeah and we see like uh, Paul go and preach and they're like oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah. people let's yeah, do it like, like, and we all fell over yeah and, and we yeah. think it's like a one moment of like a click and like they're all Christians now but actually a, a lot of the time it's building relationships it's relationship, and yeah. being really slow and gentle because we have preconceptions of what we know about yeah. the Bible and about sin and about whatever but they might not have even known what sin yeah. is really like okay well, doing a bad thing what does that like what does that mean why do I care yeah and I, I'd love Michael to hear what you said Matt about you were like, if my friends asked me if I was an evangelist, mm. just explain that a little bit, because I love that. Yeah, so there's just a few examples of, um, because I didn't think that I was like very good at being like an evangelist. So if someone had said, oh, Matt, like, how do you like evangelize to, to the people on your course? I'd have been like, mm. well, I don't, but like, I love them. I'd say like, I don't, but I listen to them. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll buy them a coffee if they're sad. Yeah. Um, but like, I love them. Um, and sort of that's like, that's kind of it. Like, yeah. it sounds so simple that you're sort of like surely that's not the big answer that's like a little answer and there's a big answer but what's somewhere the sermon else. that you give them yeah for later on and then there'll be like a bible thing on that but no like that is it like yeah. that's the answer that's what jesus did yeah yeah um and i think we can like overcomplicate it mm. so much and really that sort of like brings us on to the third point mm. which is to be brave yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like i don't think i've ever not been a bit scared yeah. when I've told someone about Jesus yeah. or the, like, that I'm like a Christian because mm-hmm. you just don't know what the reaction will be and I think because we live in a time where like being a Christian is not a cultural thing now mm. like it's always going to be a little bit odd yeah. Yeah. Um, and we at Christchurch we like to think that we've made our events as as less yeah. odd as we like, possibly can <laughs> um, but it will like always be a, yeah, like a little bit odd because it's a different world mm. um, so I think like being brave is the biggest part there mm-hmm. um, of like we can do it. Yeah. It is scary, but we need to sort of get through that because if we mm. don't, we're we're denying these people the love of Jesus that's right there for them, yeah. and we're robbing ourselves of that journey and the growth that's there for us mm-hmm. in still resting in Jesus, like in the fear still. Yeah. Mm. What do you think that fear stems from? Um, what are we scared of? I, I think like shame and being laughed at is like yeah. the biggest thing yeah. which is really weird and that's what we experience in school is like 
you're scared of even telling people you're a Christian because people are yeah. going to laugh. Oh gosh, and that's yeah. what school is. It's vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. but we know, and I, we've experienced that all of us, university is so different and mm. people mm. generally are not like that. Yeah. They've grown up, they're mature. You're mature, they're mature. Um, and so if, if the worst thing that can happen, yeah, I guess some people might laugh and there's kind of gr- group dynamics and people might like take the mic. Yeah. But one-on-one especially people aren't mm. gonna laugh yeah in your they, face. that's so true yeah. actually one-on-one so they do <laughs> they're so like true. that's when true colors are shown i think because there's yeah. this group peer pressure that like forces them to be like oh yeah oh yeah that's so interesting groups are hard that's yeah. such a good point <laughs> find find the space for one-on-one yeah um yeah with your flatmates that you're yeah. stuck in a bubble with now yeah and i think part of i wonder if maybe it's not fear but it does feed into it if you're only surrounded by people that agree with you people that are christians and mm. maybe think have slightly different theologies but still um yeah you still are following jesus together to then step out of that i guess it does take bravery it does mm. take some guts to be like i'm gonna leave the um there's a train <laughs> hey train we're obviously we're at Christchurch, so there's the train track um but it does take bravery to like leave that safe circle that you're part of um and go out of it um especially if you are living with those people worshiping with those people mm. on your course with those people um yeah i guess it's rejection i don't know i and guess it's rejection like rejection. it's vulnerable and but like i i think yeah like what michael said like it's like it's never really gonna go as badly as you think it will yeah i think we jump to worst case scenario like yeah. way too quick mm-hmm. um and i think we make the task out to be much bigger than it is yeah because you're saying be gentle it's about being brave, but being gentle, not being like, okay, this is my one chance to convert yeah. this person. It's every day that you're going to see this person just like showing them love. Yeah. Just maybe even mentioning the fact that you've prayed today for something. Yeah. And like, oh, pr- oh, thank you, Jesus, for that. I was worried about this thing. It's just like living your life I as a Christian. I actually think what has really struck me recently and actually embarrassed me a bit um, is how often the conversation is actually from my friends. Like, they're the ones saying... Um, like, when they came to my house a few a few weeks ago, like, before lockdown, actually, a few months ago, my friend, like, just picked up my Bible and was like, why do you, like, why do you read this? Um, and then asked me about what was inside. And then during lockdown, my friends were like... Another friend said something like, um, I've been watching the service, blah, blah, blah. Um, Amazing. And I'm, like, Amazing. embarrassed that they have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... I'm reminding you that you should probably yeah, be evangelizing. It's like yeah. God is hilarious in that situation. Like he's being like, They're fine, Louise, like they're open. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. to them. But actually instead they've come to me. And like none of them are Christians, I don't think, now, but um I was able to tell my friend about the Bible and we like read a little bit together mm-hmm. and I told my friend that they can watch my service literally whenever they want. Mm. And but I think that does stem people are coming to you, but I think that stems from being someone who is openly Christian yeah. and be to be safe around, like you're still showing people love because that, the perception that people have of Christians is like, oh, they probably hate me. They're judging. They're judging yeah. me the whole time. But if you're mm. living a life of love and but are being open about it, people are more comfortable to come mm. to you. Yeah. So actually, I think that's kind of embarrassing, but at the same time, it's actually a really <laughs> encouraging thing as well. It's definitely yeah. like a kick up the bum. <laughs> that's <for sure. laughs> yeah, you no, can't really I'm hide bad. it being someone who works in the church. Yeah. None of us can really hide yeah, it. Can't hide it. <laughs> yeah. So for a lot of you, it might be easier to hide and you might think, well, oh, you guys have it easy because you work in a church. I think it should just be how we live anyway. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like I have, I do have it much easier now, like being 
I don't have to tell people I'm a Christian. Like that is <laughs> that is quite hard. Like, mm. but they know that even when they say like, "What is your job?" or whatever. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think sometimes. So I think one of the things that made me feel like such a bad like evangelist mm. um, was because I thought that to do that and like I had to literally like share the gospel like say like this is Jesus he died for your sins and now you are set free Mm -hmm. when actually there's another layer to it which like kind of blends in with the parable of the sower of like you know like sometimes it's your job to throw the seeds out there Mm -hmm. and then you know like it will go onto all the different like types of ground but then I think through friendships and through loving those like people who you can actually be part of that ground change Mm -hmm. so you can be part of changing their hearts for later down the road when someone else is going to sow those seeds and actually you know i mean you could be the difference from from with the metaphor like it being the the rocky ground onto the slightly weedy ground and then someone else will then be in their life and that'll take them onto the good ground yeah and i think that's like i would still count that as like evangelism yeah and we got, have to keep reminding good. ourselves that, yeah, it takes time. Mm. That's it's such a beautiful metaphor for understanding what evangelism is yeah. like. And we aren't the one who's reaping the harvest. We help, but it's God who's reaping the harvest. Yeah, God is the one who's bringing them in into His family. Um, we're just there alongside for the journey, yeah. kind of helping, kind of watering the plants, mm. um, kind of yeah, guiding them and getting rid of any weeds. But it's actually God who does it. Yeah. So there's a little bit less pressure on us as mm. as yeah. much as we put on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we have any advice for those people that really are in this Christian bubble. Um, and we're aware that some of you are, and by no way are we making you feel bad for that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Some of that's just like the way the cookies crumbled. <laughs> like, you met your friends at CU, so then you live with your friends, so then what if your friends are on your course? Like, that's yeah. not entirely And we love you. friendships, we love friendships. Um, yeah, and we love Christian friendships, and we're glad to see, like, such a good community within you. But w- who is our mission field? Like, we... Mm we need people to share this with um and i think something really valuable that um, matt was saying that was that if you don't have these people pray for them pray that people will come into your mm. life yeah um because it's hard like you might have to like go join a new club or something like that that's quite difficult isn't it especially now um so just pray that these people will come to you um that they'll come into your life so that you have a mission field um because there's like it's massive joy to be friends with non-christians like not because they're non-christians because they're great people Mm. and um so me and michael live together at uni but we also live with two other guys um they might have called themselves christians but i'm not sure how like real their faith was is that fair to say Mm -hmm. um and it was amazing talking to them about jesus um and sometimes it was tricky and sometimes we yeah they didn't understand and we didn't understand what they were saying but actually it was really fun. And regardless of all of that, they're our best friends. Like, f- find a mission field. Find some people that mm-hmm. you can evangelise to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and pray for them if you mm-hmm. can't find them. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think we can go through life and kind of forget that we're even Christians anyway. Like, we just kind of go through the motions and we forget that actually there are people here that we yeah. can be showing God to. Mm-hmm. And so, as well as praying for people to talk to, pray that you remember and that you're ready to do it. Pray that you're constantly, you're wearing your the armour of God and you're ready to go out mm. there and you're ready to show God to people. Yeah. Um, and you'll be surprised how often, how many opportunities we actually do have. Because we don't think yeah. we have opportunities, but we do all the time. Yeah, we do. I think, especially now, is probably the most I've ever felt in a Christian bubble. 
Um, like at uni, I wouldn't have said I was in a Christian bubble. And at school, I definitely, definitely wasn't. I didn't have any Christian friends at school. Um, so, But now I feel very in that bubble. Um, and I remember talking to Charlotte, who's one of um, our student team, ages ago. And I was really um, like hit up about how am I going to serve? How do I serve now that I work at church? Because if I do a youth group, it's work. And I don't really want to do another youth group to serve in my spare time because that's still here. And she said to me, your serving now is hanging out with your non-Christian friends. And I was like, whoa. And I'm mm. like, I need to be better at that. But I think that's important for you as well. Like, regardless of what kind of kids group you do or whether you're a small group leader or a worship leader, wherever you serve, remember that serving is also hanging out with mm-hmm. those people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. We limit it to just church activities. Yeah. But one big thing we've been talking about at the church I work at now is we're doing sermon series on the church and we keep needing to remind ourselves it's the church is in the building like we mm. are the church and so the church mission is us being yeah. in our flat with our friend who isn't yeah. a christian and just talking to them about anything just because it's not on the list of like ways to serve yeah. on the website yeah. <laughs> amen it's one of them <laughs> yeah and i think like in lockdown especially um the three points really like come into play because like being distinctive when actually there's a lack of meaning yeah like mm-hmm. everywhere like everyone's yeah. like quite like like isolated mm-hmm. and i think if your friends can see you being like di- like distinctive like not necessarily like you know smashing lockdown yeah. but just like you're coping yeah and yeah. like you're content and there's a joy that's inside you still mm-hmm. being like gentle with them um just being like a loving friend that's there to listen to them and that's there to encourage them mm-hmm. and then being like 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 brave enough to just explain like to them why like yeah. like that is mm-hmm. i think like in lockdown especially um there's so much like power there because i think a lot of yeah. people are reevaluating their lives yeah like sure. like like that their like priorities have completely changed mm-hmm. and there's a there's a longing for meaning mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and i think we've got the meaning like yeah. we've like we've been lucky enough to figure it out mm-hmm. um and i think if we can just show that yeah. and just live that um, awesome. I think you know some lives can change that's so good I think you're so right there's been a massive shift yeah. um, this has made people stop and think yeah, yeah hold on really even, slow down even why am I at uni why am I yeah well, like, why am I in this job yeah, yeah what's so going on true. yeah and people's values have become so different haven't they like family mm. is such a bigger thing I think in people's lives yeah. now um, space is such yeah. a bigger thing and time I found time yeah. is so much more like valuable now yeah. like so many less people are in a rush now oh, which amazing. i think is so good because i'm never in a rush <laughs> somehow <laughs> lockdown has like done the same as them reading john mark homer literally yeah. of Harry. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you did both boy. Um, you'd be like the slowest person ever yeah <sighs> amazing that was really great thank you guys so much thanks for having me All good thanks for having me i've Aww. missed being on here so thanks oh, for have you. thanks for me yeah yeah did you listen to our one last week i haven't actually listened to last week's i listened oh. to the week before though about coming to uni yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just thought i would give you guys another view or I, listen i don't need your confess. pity views <laughs> i must confess i still sometimes if it comes up on my youtube i still watch the videos that are like five things that you'll forget to take to uni <laughs> and just they always case. say a doorstop i took one well done. Thank you. Well done. Four years ago. <laughs> anyway, um, we will head off. I wonder if um, we could pray. Yeah. Um, who wants to pray? Michael? I think our special guest oh. should pray. Um, I'm going to pray, but can I might forget your points. And so maybe, be distinctive. That's fine. You can be, be, gentle, be gentle. Be brave. Be brave. Great. Yeah. I'm going to pray for us then. <laughs> Thank we'll you, finish. Michael.
Father God, thank you so much. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you're on our side. And thank you that um, despite what we're going through, that we can look to you and have something that um, can help us. I pray for your spirit to be working in us this week, in every situation that we're in, whether it's at work, at home, at uni, um, in our houses. I pray that we can be distinctive, that we can really grasp what it is to be a Christian and to live that out every day. Mm. I pray that we can be gentle in our discussions, in our conversations, even in just the way we live and do things for people and the way we serve people. Help us to be gentle in that and really take time and invest in people and in our friendships. And I pray for boldness, Jesus. I pray for us to be brave in every situation we're in. Knowing that you're there, knowing that really there's not much that can go wrong, that you're on our side and that even if people laugh at us, (laughs) we're okay. Mm. Yeah, Lord, I pray for those three things this week for all of us. I thank you that um, every person listening now can feel your spirit if they ask Jesus, that your spirit is there ready to encounter them. Pray for a real encounter this morning, um, this evening, this afternoon, whenever we're listening. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm glad you prayed for boldness, but not boldness. Boldness. (laughs) Boldness. Vintage CC Winch students and the young adults joke. Join the meme page on Instagram. Follow the meme page. Because now there's some new memes on there. They actually are there's really funny. Memes. The one of Kermit makes me laugh every time I look at it. Like the one across, where my friend sat across from me at church. Um, anyway, guys, thank you so much. And we will see you hopefully on Tuesday. If yep. not, listen to us next week and watch our online service. Even though we're not in real life, mm. um, we'd really encourage you to get involved with our online service. Absolutely. Um, and even though we're quite young and people that are young don't normally comment, we're going to comment. We're going to yeah. comment and we're going to like and subscribe. <laughs> we're going to do it all. There's some cool prayer stuff on there. People were putting out prophecies and prayers. I was like, wow. Good, Amen. Good guy. Good. Yeah. Awesome. See y'all. Bye. See ya.